Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. Their professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and monerofinancial.com. And tell them the Mickey Dudes sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host tonight, Joe Catrocci, and tonight, I'm not joined by really any... Well, I'm joined by one Mickey Dude commentator, but I got a whole plethora of special guests coming on our show tonight uh so tonight it's gonna be a special show because it's it's a run disney show and for all the mickey dudes listeners out there everybody knows that dave and i run run disney but you know it with so many big announcements coming out this week we wanted to bring in some heavy some big guns for this show so for for first of all let me introduce from uh, queens new york home of the new york Mets, by the way mr dave koch dave welcome to tonight's show how are you tonight sir I'm happy to be here. I mean, Debbie was six, so the union sent me, so I guess you're stuck with me. Yeah, and, and by the way, we love it. Dave is actually, for full disclosure, recording from his car tonight, so you can't get more new, authentic New York City than that. So uh, My parents Grand Central Station. It, there was no way that I would be able to filter out any of the, well, Joe in this case, since he's taken over my editing duties, and I really appreciate that because I was ready to kill somebody. But... Uh, <laughs> I will I will say that there was no way that he would be able to edit out all the background uh, noise that, uh, that is my uh, Italian mother and uh, German father going at it. Yeah, you know it's crazy when uh, the uh, the quietest part for Dave is in his uh, vehicle uh, parked on the side yeah. of a street in Queens. So no uh, kidding. <laughs> uh, so from Western New York, uh, it's not Chuck Fitzgerald tonight. It's Mrs. Chuck Fitzgerald, Miss Heather Fitzgerald. Welcome to the show tonight, Heather. How are you tonight? I'm okay. <laughs> okay, so I sound more excited than you actually are to be here. I'm, I, I'm excited that you're here. We're always excited that they're on. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. The better half of uh, the Fitzgeralds. That's right. Fantastic. Just don't tell Chuckles that, all right? So. Oh, oh wait, he doesn't listen to the podcast. He won't. Oh, wait, he no, does now. Oh, that, that, that's me. Never mind. Okay. So also joining us tonight to talk about Run Disney and all the new changes that are coming to run Disney. This is like the first in-person uh, events that Disney's going to hold since the whole pandemic mess happened. Uh, we're bringing in two special guests. First, joining us from the Run Ohana podcast, a very good friend of mine and Dave's uh, from Maryland, Ms. Donna Quackenbush. Donna, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, of course. When I thought run Disney, I'm like, Donna's amazing. <laughs> Just for, like I said, full disclosure, 
years ago when I joined some of these online run Disney communities, Donna was one of the first people I actually, I interacted with Donna and Dave was actually in the same group, but I interacted with Donna uh, in a, uh, a Facebook group and actually we ran, we saw each other in passing during, I think it was like a five One time. Ten- I still remember yes. yelling out you, but we have never actually met in person. No, Donna, we had, we, we had drinks at, uh, in Disney Springs the one night, remember? We sat down what? and had, yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. At, at, uh, at Jack Lindsay's. Yes. You're right. You're right. So, you're right. Okay. But, but we've, Sorry, we've, 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 there's no way that that can't, that could be. I'm saying we've interact well, we've interacted for years and it's like but we've it's met amazing twice. how much we miss each other. Like he's well, especially now that you live kind of close to me, but you're not here at all. Like we've tried to do races together, we've tried to go to Nats and Mets games together. We you went to Hawaii, but I, I mean it was just a lot of things that we were just constantly like. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. You'll be here. I'll be there. You'll be here. It, it, it's going to happen one of these days. We're definitely yeah. doing a Mets-Nats game, at least, in, yeah. in, the di- in the district one of these days. But you know what happens during these Run Disney weekends. Everybody's so crazy trying to see everybody, and it's just, it's so hard with, you know, everybody's got their routines. But it is fun. It was a great story. I still remember that. It was a lot of fun. So we're happy to have Donna here tonight. And also joining us from the great state of Maryland, uh, he's the host of the Will Run 4 podcast, Mr. Tom Stover. Tom, welcome to tonight's show. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is really cool. This is really cool. No, and the best part is we're going to talk Run Disney tonight, right? But the best part is, is, is Tom and Donna both ran races today. So, I mean, they're like already in the, the training. They're already in the training group already for, uh, you know, for what's good. So tell us real quick about your races. How, how did they go today? Where was it at? And what did y'all do? You want to go? You go ahead, Tom. You All ran right. the further distance. All right. So this is the Frederick Half Marathon um, in Frederick, Maryland. And I was horribly under-trained for this one. Um, Really, my training has come in the form of walking our dog about four miles every day. So that's all I've been doing. Um, What's nice is all I wanted to do is survive this one, and then I can properly train for the fall races that we have already scheduled. But um, it wasn't terrible. It was that we had good cloud cover the whole time. you know, so the sun wasn't beating down on us. It was pretty soupy, though. It was pretty very gross. humid, very humid, very gross. But you know, survived to tell about it, and and we we got to see Donna, and we got to take a picture with Donna, and that's one thing you'll know about Donna, for your my listeners. favorite thing. <laughs> it's, it's taking pictures, she takes a lot of pictures. So got our souvenir photo with Donna, and then I mean the race, you know, it felt okay, um, but now I just gotta I gotta train for the next one. So, and speaking of pictures, if you uh, follow the Run Ohana podcast, you'll notice that they kind of teased Donna a little bit uh, with her pictures because she's always taking pictures with characters or doing you know pictures in front of, I don't know, like landmarks. I mean, I kind of follow, you know, I follow Donna on, on Instagram and Facebook, and she's always taking some fun pictures. So, uh, before we get into tonight's topic, uh, Donna, would you please tell our Mickey Dudes podcast uh, listen, uh, listeners out there just a little bit about yourself, how you became involved in Disney, Run Disney, and a little bit about the Run Ohana podcast? Okay. Um, well, I have loved Disney since I was a kid. We went, we went a few times when I was growing up, but as I've gotten older, I have just fallen more and more in love with it. And, um, I actually, when my kids were, my daughter was out of, or she was a senior in high school. My son was a freshman. I was in the mall one day and I noticed that the local Disney store had a help wanted sign up. So I came home and told them I was going to apply and they both begged me not to because they were going to be so embarrassed that I was going to work there. And I just celebrated 10 years with the company. So I have um, 
I have kind of made that my my life and it has just seeped into every part of it. And then when I found out about Run Disney, um, I actually, it was, it was back in like 2011 or so, I think I ran my first wine and dine and I just, I was just, I just had this grin on my face the entire time. I, I went down with nobody. Like I was there, I think just with my husband, this is when you could sign up for races like at the last minute and it didn't matter. And I just had the best time. So that just started me on this journey of wanting to do them over and over again. And then my daughter decided to quit soccer um, her senior year of high school. And I said, well, you gotta do something. Why don't we train for a Disney race? So she and I started running Princess together and we've been doing that now for 10 years together. And it's just, then I, then I got involved with, um, couple of different running groups, you know, and Dave was one of my first big race in California when I ran uh, the Star Wars race with him and Mark Davis and another friend of ours, Celeste, and just had a great time. And then, you know, slowly but surely, we just- I couldn't have out of that race without you. Oh, it was, it was incredible. I mean, I just, and I just can't, I cannot go through these races, like I said, without just the smile on my face because I'm in I'm in the place that I'm that I love. I'm usually with people that I love and I do get to take all the pictures. So it just I just I love it. So the Run Ohana podcast is just another group from a, yet another running team or whatever you want to call it um, that we just kind of missed having a podcast and decided we like talking with each other and you know, just having fun with it, really. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're going to be out there training for a race, you know, it's definitely a good, uh, a, definitely a good source of information, at least for Run Disney stuff. I know you guys talk about other things as well, but uh, I know I've listened to uh, some shows and I've definitely uh, picked up some pointers here and there. So it's definitely a good listen. So, uh, Tom, now you host the Will Run for podcast. If you want to just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, about your journey as a Disney fan and a little bit about your guys show. Yeah, absolutely. So mine is a little bit of a different tale because my relation to Disney started when I met my now wife and that was five-ish years ago. So I had no context for Disney prior to that other than the movies and certainly I knew the characters and I, you know, I grew up with all of that, but I'd never been to a Disney park. Um, my very first Disney experience, we went out to Disneyland because my wife was running the Avengers half marathon. And I was just going along to see what it was all about. And and we ma I made a whole bunch of rookie mistakes. Like I stayed in like a Marriott, like, you know, way, way, way far away. Like I just made every mistake, but I was like, I, I wanna, I wanna, you know, drive this trip. Now, my wife used to work at Disney. Um, she was in the college program. So I usually don't even have to think about it when we book a trip because she's my, my personal tour guide. Um, but since then, um, you know, throughout the last five years, been to Disney World, I don't know, six, seven times. We went to Disneyland Paris. We got engaged on the Tower of Terror in Disneyland Paris. Ran that inaugural half. I did the 5K. Um, my first ever half marathon was Wine and Dine. Um, so I've definitely been indoctrinated into it. Um, and just, you know, not being there as a kid, but, but now seeing that as a, you know, late 30s, early 40s adult with no kids, it's such a 
enterprise. It's such an operation. It blows me away every single time we go. Yeah, it's kind of hard to top uh, yeah, being engaged during one of the races, right? So <laughs> I don't know how you top a, a run Disney weekend after uh, going through that. But yeah, yeah. It's, it definitely makes it uh, you know easier if, uh, you know I'm saying, like when you, like you said, you have the ability to go travel all these races and kind of see these monstrosity of events that they put on it. And it it is pretty cool. I mean, we all do our local races, but run Disney races are kind of like on another level. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Um, so speaking of uh, absolutely crazy, it's so great to have Heather on tonight. And Heather, yeah. before we started recording tonight, was super crazy excited. So Heather, first of all, just uh, introduce yourself again to all of our audience, even though you're the brains behind Chuckles. We all know that. But uh, go ahead and introduce, and introduce yourself and then tell everybody the exciting news that you told us before we started recording tonight. Uh, uh, what information do you want me to tell them? You already told them that I was the better half of Chuckles. Well, we all know that, but you know, you can go ahead and say that. <laughs> what, what else happened today or this week that uh, pertains to tonight's topic? Okay, so I was one of the many few that got their email. Well, I didn't. A lot of my friends and um, social media people got their wine and dine perfect email sent to them tuesday or wednesday saying that they were able to register well i didn't get mine and i have done all the wine and dine challenges for the past five years so after a very lengthy phone call with run disney i finally got my registration email saying that i was a perfect runner and that i could register with all the club run disney people so i am now registered for the wine and dine 2k challenge or the two course challenge nice so you get to stay perfect yeah, I do. I'm curious, Heather, did they did they take away one of the years of you being perfect? Like last year, did they count it or? No, they, they didn't okay. count last year. So I had signed up last year because that was going to be my perfect. And I was just going to be done with wine and dine because I wanted to move on to Princess and the other races that I didn't get to go for because I wanted to go to Paris as well. Um, but then obviously it changed to virtual. And then when I contacted them about the virtual and perfect and a couple of other people did as well they told us that it was only live events which then people later found out about star wars so that's a whole nother shebang mm -hmm. um but yeah so then they kept getting these emails saying you can register today you can register today and i was like where's mine <laughs> so yeah yeah, and just for uh, you know our listeners out there, the uh, Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend is this year, November 4th through 7th, 2021. They didn't give uh, us a lot of time on this one. Uh, Club Run oh. Disney, Gold and Platinum, uh, they, like Heather was saying, they uh, opened on July 6th. And if you guys remember, Club Run Disney was that, it still is, it's not open for new membership, but it was that program a couple of years ago. Um, and I think uh, Dave, Tom, or or Donna, was it like the platinum membership, like seven hundred bucks or something, like some crazy number? Yeah, it's seven hundred ninety-eight dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, um, yep. but I guess now it's kind of paying off because there's no AP or DVC early yeah. registration. I know. It when it first came out, but you know, it's you know that was one of those long-term investments that's paying dividends now. You know, I'm so curious to know if run disney had planned this all along or if covid has pushed them into this decision you know especially taking away the ap and dvc early registration uh the whole proof of time thing like was this their plan and and so now they think they're going to get more and more people to join into club run disney because of this or so that's the other thing so when i registered they said 
for your proof of time has to be under two hours. Right. Two hours or under. Right. To have a proof of time. So if you're oh, like I'm two ten ish, like give a few seconds here or there. But since I'm two ten, am I like? Are they gonna do it like the par the Paris corrals where they just kind of like throw you somewhere? It or remains like, to be like, seen. It's very. That's what I'm like. That's what's so weird about it. So these rock club run Disney people, they get to move up. So if they're in C, do they get to go to B where all the two two hour people are? You know what I mean? So wait, well, when when you registered, did you have to submit a projected time? I yes. Yeah, so they asked okay. me my projected time to make sure that it wasn't the two hour mark. So I registered as two hours, 10 minutes and 30 seconds or something like that. And that was always um, my strategy. It was like, let, what was it let me for? 2.30 was the uh, proof yeah, of time? Yeah. So I would always register at like 2.35 knowing real well that I wasn't going to run that. But I always found that they would they would start putting you in corrals that weren't the last corral. They had like they had like three or four corrals that weren't a proof of time corrals. And they basically just put they they were grouped you by what you said after the after the proof of time corrals. So I always kind of just went like a couple minutes after like the proof of time, so that I wouldn't just get stuck in the last corral. So and if that holds up, what you're naturally going to see is a ton of people mm-hmm. who, who run like three hour half marathons or for whatever, right? With two hour people, right? Like right. with the two hour. Well, but they're two all going to put two oh five. They're all going right. to put two oh five to see if they get seated higher. Which would be me. Which would exactly <laughs> like, what the hell? be me. That's always what I did. So, but yeah. this, so, so this is the thing, though, and this is one of the things I, I want to talk about with the changes coming to Run Disney. Is so a, a lot of the big parts of Run Disney is pictures with the characters, and so do we know right now? Is there going to be character stops? And if there are, is that really going to be an incentive for people to really be to the front if there's really nowhere to stop? Okay, listen, listen. The goal is to get characters, right? Okay, characters. But is at there, a run it, Disney race, I mean, that's I in my mind, that's what I'm paying for, right? You know, but are I there, there going to be characters? Did they say? We don't they know. Said, they said in the statement because then I went back today and I looked. They said there will be characters on the race. Now, if it's social distance characters or whatever the case may be. Yeah, we don't know if it's just going to be like a selfie station and right. you kind of take it with them standing behind you like you do in the parks right now, or if it's going to end up being something that we're used to. I mean, things are happening and changing so fast. I don't even know if Run Disney knows at this point what it's going to be like. They might also, have to wait until closer to the race to figure I, that out. Yeah, I also think whatever you see at Wine and Dine is going to be different when you what you see at Marathon Weekend, right? They're I agree gonna, with that. They're going to take all those learnings and whatever mm-hmm. cluster they create and apply that to the big weekend. Well, marathon's different too. So marathon is not the two hour mark. It's three was, hours. Now, did you see that? I have heard that. I have I've heard seen that emails. That's like I have, I have people that are like posting emails on like run Disney boards. Wait, wait, Heather, are you saying that the Walt Disney World ha- marathon, we get the half marathon or the marathon is a, th- is a three hour proof of time? Yeah. That's like boss. The, the that's, full, okay, that's wait, like, the full no, marathon? No, 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 hold on, hold on. Let me relook. There was there was like an hour difference. I have I have heard that um, when people contacted Run Disney about proof of time, that there was going to be a different proof of time requirement for the full marathon or for the marathon weekend. And maybe Wine and Dine is just a much smaller scale, and that's why yep. they're doing that for that one. And we're going to see something happen because they didn't give us. 
the actual like date that we need proof of time in yet for Marathon Weekend, did they? No, not yet. I can't remember. I know it's it's so, the, the time frame is uh, 2019. Like the the eligible time frame is 2019. Right, right, right. But yeah, they haven't said what date has to be submitted by. I mean, honestly. Uh, right now, I just had a Donnie you'll laugh. I had to book a flight up to the district, and uh, I'm actually going to be in the air during the um, registration oh, time. No. I'm literally going to have like all of the hyperlinks for my wife to like register <laughs> for me. Like, I've ever signed in on my laptop. We'll be like, here's my laptop, my personal one. Just log in and, and book it. So I, I'm so- kind of in the same boat. Like, I used to always when they did AP and DVC, it was always on a Thursday, and that is my guaranteed day off of the week. And so I was always golden. And now that it's on Tuesdays, I am screwed because my work has like no cell service. I can barely get Wi-Fi. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm like already freaking out about this. Yeah. So, so I have the email. My class, I used to tell them, okay, you don't bother me for the next hour. If you just, you, know, <laughs> you do your thing, you do. I'll give you a free 100 for extra credit for just self-study. I'm like, just keep away. And I would just sit at my desk with like five computers. So it's now that I'm on summer vacation, I ha- I'm going to have my phone. I'm going to have my work computer, my father's computer, my father's <laughs> phone, my mother's cell phone. All of, I'm having all of them just sit down at the table with me and just go in. And whichever one I get into, I'm just going to just do it that way. Now, are you signing up for Wine and Dine, Dave? I do plan. I do plan to do okay. it. I haven't. I haven't ran a lick in about two years, and this is my. This is my uh, reason to get back in. All right, so. come back. All right, Heather. I have. I have the email from Run Disney. Yeah, go ahead, okay. Yep. It says we appreciate your inquiry about submitting your proof of time for the upcoming twenty twenty two Walt Disney World Marathon. If you believe you will complete the marathon in under five hours, you must submit your qualifying race results on your registration form. And then you may edit your registration directly through the participating accounts on Run Disney website. That's five the hours race, is about. That's about right. That's about right. right. The race may ha- must have taken place within the two-year event date and must be one of the following distances: ten mile, half, or marathon. And you know, Heather, with that said, too, I think we would be remiss if we didn't actually remind our uh, get, our uh, listeners that uh, you're actually a one of the accidental marathoners. Um, <laughs> From Disney. So, before we move on, can you tell can you tell our listeners about that? So, 2017. Yeah, when it was rained so. out. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so 2017, I was only supposed to go down for the Donald half marathon because Donald's my favorite character, and it was his anniversary. So, went down for Donald. Went to Universal. Got emails when I was in Universal saying. There's weather. We don't know what's going to happen. All this other stuff. I'm like, eh, it's okay. It's Florida. Who cares? Kept going on with my day. Got back to All-Star Sports. Due to inclement weather, we are postponing the race. All right. Well, then I don't have to get up early enough, so it's fine. And then 20 minutes later, due to inclement weather, the race will be canceled. My jaw dropped because I had two other friends with me who were so excited to run this race. My jaw dropped to the floor. We were sitting in the pool when we got the email. So Dave picked me up from the hotel. We went to go meet Joe for the first time at homecoming. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Homecoming, sorry. And then um, I got convinced by many people, by the Be Our Guest podcast listeners, Lizards group page thing. and I signed up for my marathon, never trained for a marathon in my life. 
And you completed it, right? And I completed it with um, Jocelyn, Meredith, and company. And now you're a Walt Disney World marathon. It's it's. I think it's a great race. I've done eight. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, when you you're not thinking about something and you just jump right into it, good things happen, right? I know I had a bunch of I had a bunch of drinks that night, so I know I was like, I'm not running. So I, I can't I can't do that. I took the gift card and booked another trip. So 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 speaking of you know, and I want to get into a little bit more of the changes that are coming up. I just want to run through some of these dates just so everybody has it. Wine and dine. Uh, when this show goes out, uh, it'll be this Thursday. Wine and dine registration for general, or which will all, will have already happen. It's going to be July thirteenth at ten a.m. Eastern. Um, they're also holding some virtual races. I guess if you, I don't know. I guess if you want to stay perfect, I think that only applies to in-person races. But if you're Unable to travel to Walt Disney World, but you still want to participate, maybe get that cool medal or shirt, uh, you're able to do the virtual race that's opening on July 16, 2021. Um, the in-person is only a few dollars more, but you know if that's, if that's what you can do and you want to participate, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. I call it Homecoming Weekend because it's the best one. It's the granddaddy of them all. So one that I would like to never miss if possible. January 5th through the 9th. And they're going to have a Club Run Disney Gold and Platinum. The silver is not eligible for this. So if you're a silver member, uh, you're kind of SOL on that one. But it's uh, July 20th at 10 a.m. Uh, the general registration is for in-person. It's going to be July 27th at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And if you want to do the Walt Disney World Marathon, if you want to do Dopey by yourself uh, and you, or a Goofy, you're more than welcome to do that. July 30th at 10 a.m. You can register for that. A couple more races on their calendar. Um no Disneyland races still. That's not happening in Anaheim. So we got two more race weekends, and then we'll jump into the uh, changes here. Princess Weekend, February 24th through the 27th, uh, Club Run Disney. August 17th at 10 a.m. is going to be your registration, early registration. In person, August 24th, 10 a.m. And for virtual, if you still want that option, August 27th at 10 a.m. And the new race on the calendar, which if you listen to our guest shows, I found their takes on a very interesting uh, Run Ohana and Will, Will Run For podcast. It's going to be the Disney Springtime Surprise Race, and we'll discuss that in a little bit here. Uh, March 31st through April 3rd. Um, it's going to be, um, we don't know what it's going to be yet. Uh, the registration dates haven't been released for that yet, but that, you guys were talking about on your shows about like, you know, there's some clip art of the parks. We don't know if it's going to be possibly like a Disneyland kind of thing where maybe the theme rotates. I don't know. It's it could well, be. Well, they did say the theme would rotate as it, well as the distances. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I know I, I'm not sure whose show it was on. going to be full disclosure here. But somebody was like, oh, if you show up, it's either a 5K or a 100 miler. So that was Brittany. That OK, was yeah. So, you don't know. <laughs> you maybe show up. It'll be because we're curious to know, like when they'll announce the distance. And she was saying would you do it if you didn't know the distance and you just, you know, you pay a certain amount and then when you get there, you find out where you're going to run. I think I it, still I, think they have to add an April Fool's event into this. They could. They could. But April Fool's, you know, it's because totally April it's hard, it's, it's, it's hard for Disney to keep secrets. It would be cool if they actually kept the course uh, secret, but I know it would probably be leaked somewhere, but that would be kind of cool if you had no idea where the course would go. Although yeah. that would probably mess with people because then people would plan out where their spectators would be watching or where they would book their hotels and a bit kind of a mess. But yeah, we don't know what that, uh, what that theme is going to be. Uh, Tom, do you have any, Tom and Heather, do you guys have any, and Dave, do you have any thoughts on what you think this new race will be? Uh, you know, we know uh, what Donna thinks. Uh, it could be anything, right? It could be a ultra, it could be a 5k, but what are your guys thoughts on maybe what this new race will be or what the format would be? I'm, I, I have wishful thinking. I hope they do the um, tower of terror 10 miler. Hope they bring that back and make it a night race because 
I hear people talk about it. I didn't experience mm -hmm. it. I would love to do that. That um, was gonna be my perfect race. I had all three of them and that was gonna be the race that I was gonna go down for yearly and I was gonna make that my perfect. And of course, that's the first one they got rid of. Heather, what are your thoughts on this? What, what would okay. you like to see? So I was gonna go with Tom on that one. Also, they also took away the Everest challenge. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was a bunch of fun too. Right, which I never got to experience either. So those are my two thoughts, that they were gonna mix those in somehow, some way. I think it would have to be at least a 10 miler because to have a race weekend and like only have like a, like a 10K, like I don't feel like people would do it unless it had a really cool theme or like a, a, a group of races and it was like a scavenger hunt or something like that, something a little bit more creative than just a straight 10K. Um, I think it would have to be something more substantial. There was a really cool theme that, that it, I ran this race once in Philadelphia and it was so much fun. Was the hot chocolate 15K? Mm -hmm. That's a great race. And it's a, yeah. it's an intro. I think it was a 15K is what? Nine, 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 something. Nine, nine yep. something. So if 15K or above, it's a different distance. It kind of messes with your head a little bit. Like when you're training, it's, it's not a half, it's not a 10K, but it's like, it's an in-between distance. So I think it'd be kind of fun to have some sort of. Like, like Tom and you guys were saying some kind of in-between distance where it's not, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to run that, that spring race where it's like, oh, it's a 15 K, you know what I'm saying? I just think it would be kind of fun. It'd be something out of the box, out of the box different. And I think that's a fun race. If everybody ever wants to do that, um, those hot chocolate races are a lot of fun and cool yeah. metal and very cool medals too. The issue is though, that it's Thursday to a Sunday again. Yeah. I was going to say, I think Tom brings up a good point. I don't think they're just going to have, it's hard to imagine them just having one race event. Because right. Disney has now made all of these things, you know, multiple races so that they can get the biggest bang for their buck. So unless they did something like um, when they used to do wine and dine and they had the 5K in the morning and then the half at night, they've done that. At least they'd get two if they it's do a night race again. It's very possible, too, that they could also add other athletic events like like the princess, for instance, they're incorporating the sun. True. Guy. So Good it's point. possible that they can you know with having an obstacle course or having some you know having disney's version of a tough mudder or something like that you know like <laughs> you know, i mean ever everest challenge had 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 the obstacles where you could either you could either uh, go through them or run around them right the pro the i did the last everest challenge and it was it was it was solving it was solving the puzzles which basically were just uh basically it was the back of your bit and they didn't yeah. re the last you had the last piece and everything it was just and it was just it was definitely a way to mess with your mind when you're like trying to compete and and, and all that so i think that that just uh, it was creative i think they have i think that they would be a fool not to bring that back um it was um everybody that everybody looked like they were having a grand old time anytime the everest challenge was uh, done so you know I could maybe not necessarily that theme, but I they can do all sorts of different. You know, they can do one theme to Star Wars. They can do mm -hmm. they can do one theme to the princesses. Mm -hmm. They can do it to the the Fab Five. There's, there's yeah. you know, they can they can do something with like magic miles or something like that. You know, I, I think would one thing that would be cool is if they had like each day would be a different 5K and it would be in each of the parks. 
mm. and you would be completely in the parks and then the metals would fit together like something oh, cool. creative like that I, that they haven't done i feel like people would be all over that i agree might be a, yeah. logistically a nightmare but it'd be really cool oh my god it'd be it'd be yeah it'd be very <laughs> tough to do but you know it, it is kind of brilliant that they're slow playing it and not letting you know because they can they reserve the right to model it after whatever the hottest ip is at that time right and then you know whatever people are overly overly passionate about people will sign up it is a gamble because run disney runners are planners and they like to create like do their costumes True. so they they also don't like to be that surprised so speak so speaking of slow playing heather um when you registered for the wine and dine did the price go up or did it stay the same it looks like the prices stayed the same for the most part it went up a little bit it was a few bucks or not yeah. not too bad because it sounds like there's the prices i believe like for marathon weekend the half and the, the half and the full are always usually the same price i think it's like 190 or 195 so i, I my personal opinion and i want to get all your takes on it is i think this run disney's actually smart where they're like okay we're not going to sticker shock you guys we're just going to wean you back in like slowly and then they're probably going to jack it up coming <laughs> in a year like or two it was like three eighty five last year for the two course challenge, and now it's like three ninety. Oh, that's not yeah, it's a five. No, so it, it it wasn't that bad. It was probably more like the taxes and fees from the from actually signing up. So because I I think if if they raise the prices instead of us talking about like how excited we are like about what the field size is gonna be, what these new what this new race week could possibly be, we'd be complaining about the price. So I think they're smart on that part because they know we pay attention to this stuff. They, they, they can't get it. They can't get anything over on us. What are your guys thoughts about, you know, this, them slow playing it, you know, and possibly for the future? Like, is it going to get worse, get better? Are they going to push the club run Disney to give that maybe more of a discount? I don't know. What are your guys thoughts on it? I think the natural behavior to not want to get swept by the balloon ladies is going to make a lot of people say, OK, so now that premium tier may be worth it if I get seated in a higher corral. So I'm not stressed out the whole race. Because I'll tell you right now, um, uh, 2023 is going to be my first half, and we're going to sign up for Dopey next year. Um, and I'm about to pay $1,400 to sign up for Dopey <laughs> with with Club Run Disney, and just so I get like a higher corral. That's 100% going to happen. That's ridiculous. Dopey's uh, anniversary is that year too, 2023. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So now, is it is it though? Because they're not skipping the year. Is they okay. So well, it's someone got a, Someone got a, Someone year. asked. Susanna asked, or somebody asked, and we got a screenshot of the answer. And that it's still going to be twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Because well, this one, this one is still the anniversary of the two course. Okay. Um, I Joe, to answer your question, I think they. I think this is. I think it's such a learning curve for us as well as them. And so whatever they are gonna be able to get away with, they're gonna do. And if it means that more people have to join Club Run Disney, then that may be what's gonna happen. Or they're, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to say with Disney people because we all get mad at stuff and then we still pay whatever it is anyway exactly. everybody just goes anyway yep. so i don't know if you know i dare say that nobody would ever say well if they don't bring back early registration for dvc and ap i'm not going to sign up again you know that's just not going to happen so they've kind of 
they've got us where they want us. Yeah, I mean, it's and you know what I find funny is now I I've done dopey. Uh, Dave, you've done dopey before, right? Yes. Donna, you've done. done, done, done. Yeah. I've done it twice. Okay, Don, I've done Dopey. Okay, so Heather, so you, we've all done it. We know that they artificially will put you further back as a Dopey runner. I know for myself when I ran the half, I'd be usually in Corral B. Um, and I know that one year when I ran Dopey, I was in like D or E. Like they push you back because of like, I guess they anticipate fatigue, you know, over the four days. So I'd be curious to see if you're in a, a club run Disney Corral, if they're going to like in your Dopey, if they're actually going to artificially push you back like they did normally or if they're going to keep you up front. You know I was in the imp- under the impression that a club run Disney Corral, everybody is in one club run, run Disney Corral. So that was the thought process. And then they threw so? this curveball that you have to be a two hour person to submit your proof of time. Well, yeah, but if you're in, if you've joined the tier of club run Disney that gets you an automatic corral, then it, there's no proof of time needed. It doesn't apply then. So you're, you're, that was I mean, yes and no, because if you could do it in two hours, you want to be in A and B, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, theoretically, right? Uh, yeah, but then you wouldn't join Club Run Disney. Yeah, you would only join Club Run Disney just for, like, the early registration. I mean, the, only... the early registration right. and the yes. jacket. The That's... jacket was pretty sweet. Well, you, you also <laughs> yeah. get the designation. You that other tier, right, to not get corral <laughs> placement. You can also get, get the, the you get the designation on the bib, too, which, you know, it's. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all those things are very important to me. Well, so so that that's going to be interesting that that change as well. So some of the other changes that have been out there is um, I'm curious to see what I haven't seen any information about. Now, I've done this when I first ran my first Walt Disney World Marathon. I bought my family the, the spectator package. I haven't seen anything about spectators. And I will say this um, on your guys shows. You guys discussed this about the park pass reservation system. And will that affect um, how spectators watch these races? I think like that's going to be very interesting. Like if you wanted to go to the magic kingdom and you know, if they let people into the parks, could you then go to Epcot? You used to be able just to hop over from one right. park to another. And is, how is that really going to work now with this? I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of changes, a lot of curveballs that us normal run Disney people are used to that aren't going to be able to, to happen. And, and they're not very liberal with letting you stand on like the Walt Disney world roadways to watch. We all know that. Mm-hmm. So what are your guys thoughts on spectator possibly watching? I mean, yeah, TTC will be great. Uh, Grand Floridian Way will be a great spot, as always, down by Shades of Green and, and the golf courses. But after that, like, where do you really go? I think it's a big fat zero. Only yeah. because they're they're afraid of to, to the, I don't know. I just think it's a big fat zero. Well, Magic Kingdom, when people would be in Magic Kingdom, wasn't that b- way before park opening, though? Yes. yes. So I think yeah, they got, but- I, I think they could get those people out of there before. But wasn't the that the opened. cheer package? The cheer squad, yes. Oh. He could have gone into Magic Kingdom at that point. Oh, oh if you got a ticket, yeah, the cheer squad was only by like by the castle, I believe, like t- towards the end of the main street. But I just find it interesting of how it's gonna how it's gonna work. I mean, because listen, everybody loves to cheer on if it's family, if it's your teammates from like an online community that we're all a part of. You know, like if you're not running the marathon, but you're running the half, you go out and watch your friends run the marathon. I mean, you could be really constrained to just like the Magic Kingdom parking lot or like the Epcot parking lot or. No, may I say something with that? Absolutely. Go ahead, brother. Because I, I remember for spectators, especially on marathon day, because I've done it a couple of times, the race chase is just as thrilling as the race sometimes, trying to find your runner a couple of times throughout yeah. the course, you know, and kind of just going on the monorail and watching watching all the runners and trying to get to Magic Kingdom first and then trying to, you know, jump on and try to get over to Cone Alley at, at uh, 
Grand Floridian, you know, you try, you try to do, you try to see them at um, uh, the Polynesian. You know, you there are so many places, and then to run over to finally get over to Epcot to see to see them at that point where you know either you're outside of Epcot where they're about to just kind of run in and just uh, or uh, by so by the hotels or even just getting into Epcot as they're passing Spaceship Earth. It's just it's a challenge in itself, and it actually involves a lot. It, it's it's thrilling in itself. So that's just as much run Disney for me as it is the races. You know, if you are a spectator. Yeah, I think so. What's next? Yeah, I think Tom put a good spin on it. I think it's going to be a learning curve. This, I think there's going to be a lot that happens at Wine and Dine, and unfortunately, Heather, you're probably going to experience a lot of a lot of the mess and a lot of the frustration that's going to happen. And I think they're going to make those course corrections for Marathon Week because, I mean, Marathon it's the granddaddy of them all. There's going to be a lot more people there. I mean, that's the one that, that everybody has their eyes on. So I just hope that it's not a complete, you know, what show for Wine and Dine. But I think that yeah, a lot of the bugs are going to be worked out. Uh, during wine and dine weekend, so, but lots of lots of changes coming um, on. I do have a question about that. Sure. Do you think so? You know, in the past, Run Disney has been notorious about opening up spots later on. Do you think right now, with uh, you know, they're still kind of under COVID constrictions. Uh, the parks aren't yet full at full capacity yet because they haven't like completely uh, lifted all COVID restrictions at the moment so a lot of that has to do with a lot of that has to do with the, the capacity of buses and everything do you think if later on the cdc uh basically at some point at the end of 2022 declares the pandemic over do you think that run disney might open a whole bunch of other slots for other people that might not have been able to get into any of these races tom heather donna you want to chime in on that okay so i will in one second um it says the spectator experience continues to be evaluated. Please check back closer to the event for more details. That's off the wine and dine run Disney page. As for them opening more spots up, we were just in Disney at the end of June and the buses were filled of capacity. Like we were sardines in there and people like, we, you gotta respect the bus drivers and the cast members and everything. But like people are so rude that they just didn't wear their masks and they were like coughing and all on top of you and it was like yeah. Sounds like a I good don't know. sounds like a good time. Tom and I Donna, think the fact that they've just Fantastic. announced um all the resorts opening up, I think there's always a possibility of them right. allowing more bibs to be sold. There's also I don't know if you guys have seen there was a big I saw on Instagram today and Facebook uh that the charities got word that they will not be getting any bibs. So the chari- yeah, the charities done. got cut. Yeah. So does that mean Run Disney is holding those bibs in their back pocket to open up to more people later on? Like, you know, it's just so you you have to reserve a little judgment here because we just don't know what's going on and everything is just, you know, constantly changing. Or but- did they put them out there for the people to actually buy instead of fundraise the thousands of dollars that they needed to fundraise for said bib? It's possible, but it puts them in a very bad light if that's... Ah, yeah, but yeah. I have a stupid question, and maybe uh, Donna and Tom, you guys know more about this, but isn't technically the Run Disney Race Weekends a charity event? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Some like, of them are benefited. But are they, out, are benefited. they outsource to more charities to get more people to run 
So you're if you're doing if you're doing princess, it's for the childhood hospital children's network. miracle. Yeah, children's no. miracle network. Right, and then they outsource it to like give kids the world and other stuff so that they could. I wonder if they're required to have so many charities, you know, to qualify for that. I guess I'm, I'm not sure how that works. But have you guys ever, Tom or Donna? Have you guys ever, uh, or Dave and Heather too? Obviously, we've all done races. Have you guys ever run uh, a charity bib for Run Disney? I have not. I have not. I've considered it. I did. Okay, Heather, who did who did, who did you run for? So I did it for Dopey because we thought it would lower our prices for Dopey. Um, so we did the we did rods. So it's a charity geared towards getting kids with Down syndrome adopted. Um, it was hard. It was very hard. We had to raise six thousand dollars for two of us to run Dopey, and included with that six thousand dollars was our Dopey registration and bibs, and then the hotel stay at Coronado. So. But it was for obviously for a good cause. So. Right, it, right. I'm not doubting the cause. It was just hard. T- Tom, uh, who did you say you were almost going to fundraise for? I mean, I looked at a bunch of different um, organizations, and this was because I was, I was actually just trying to get into a 5K. And everybody else had registered, and it sold out real quick. And I was like, well, I want to do this, but... I don't know. I, I think I got distracted and just, did, <laughs> just didn't do it. But like that, that was the, that was how I was going to do it because everything so, used to sell out so quickly. I was like, well, this is the only way in. Right. Um, I don't know if that's the, that's the problem now. Um, I think the, all of these races, the next four races are going to sell out real quick. Oh, these are going to be crazy. And I wonder, yeah. and I, I don't want to sound bad. And Donna said the same thing. We don't know. So we don't want to speculate and make Run Dizzy look bad in a unintentional light. But it's it's almost putting the focus like, okay, like if you couldn't get into it, you could always charity fundraise and you raise money for a great cause, obviously, right? And you get to still do the race. Sometimes they included your hotel stay. But now it's like the only option now yeah. is Club Run Disney. And it's not open yet. So I'm wondering if it's like, they're giving the not uh, the inaugural members a first crack at it, and then it's gonna be like, okay, then we're gonna open it up to everybody. It's gonna be the new thing, and the charity aspect won't be there. So I don't know. Like I said, we don't want to make Run Disney look bad. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but it's just curious how that's everything's kind of pointing towards that way because these are coveted bibs, and you know what? It was for a while Run Disney was kind of taking a little bit of a dive. It was, you know, there was a lot of races. It was almost like race saturation. And it's mm-hmm. amazing you take it away for like a year and a half, and it's like. Oh my God! Everybody's craving yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? It's just—it's absolutely nuts. Well, because New York still doesn't have any like live races. We just had Buffalo two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, I mean, obviously Maryland are having races. Uh, Florida, we've been having races here for a long time. So it's like everybody in the, all different parts of the country are in different situations with you know what they can, what events are are and are not happening. So, and everybody's a Disney fan. Everybody's been locked up for a year, and everybody wants to come down and have a good time. So. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, but so speaking of events, just to go around the table here real quick. So I know for myself, I mean, first of all, we know Heather's is in for wine and dine and she's hoping 
hopefully targeting Princess. I'm going to be targeting uh, the half marathon for Marathon Weekend. Uh, Donna, we'll start with you. Uh, what races are you targeting for the upcoming Run Disney calendar year? Um, unfortunately, Wine and Dine is out for me just because I have other stuff going on that weekend. I know. Um, <laughs> but I'm hoping the 10K and the half for Marathon Weekend. Okay. And then I am perfect for Princess. So I'm hoping that I'll get that email so I can get in there. All right, Tom. And I'm going to try the yoga. I'm going to try the yoga. The sunrise yoga. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you, if, you, if you've heard my podcast or follow me on Instagram, you know I will do anything if it's at sunrise or sunset because I love the picture aspect. So the yep. fact that I will be at Magic Kingdom for a sunrise, that's, uh, I'll do it. I'll do it at least once. Well, why not? The cast members did it and it looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yoga is your thing. I mean, uh, well, I hate yoga, but I'll still do it. Yoga's... I mean, Peloton <laughs> yoga, sure. Listen, I, I did hot yoga once. Let me yeah. just tell you a quick story. I did hot yoga once when I lived in New Jersey with my neighbor. It was the, one of the hardest. It was like an hour and 10 minutes longer. It was. it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. I sweated more in one session of hot yoga than I did running the New York City Marathon. I swear to God. I was I, I had a towel down on the floor. I couldn't get up. I was so it was so hard. And I have like the worst flexibility. Like listen, guys maybe make fun of yoga. It's not it's it's hard. It's hard. Uh, it's no joke. Yeah. yeah. So uh Tom, what what's on your what's on your race calendar? I know you just got through a half today or uh so what's on your run Disney calendar for the upcoming year? So really, the, the, the first thing that we would even, I guess, be available for would be the springtime surprise. Okay. Um, and then we're going to register for Dopey and then be Dopey training all of next year so I don't die. But that's pretty much it. Um, I'd love to do Wine and Dine, love to do Marathon Weekend. We have other commitments. We have other races and stuff like that. But yeah, if, if anything, it's going to be that springtime. All right. Not last, but certainly not least, Mr. Dave Koch. Dave, what do you? Uh, you're gonna. You're a, a local. You're a townie, right? You live right outside the gates. It's gonna be much easier for you. This will actually be your first races that you could literally drive yourself like last minute without staying on property. So, uh, uh, what are you targeting for this year? And uh, as a local, Dave, I'm just curious. Are you more excited about being local, or are you still gonna maybe get a room on property? Okay. So uh, first off, you have me completely freaking out here right now because. A, I have to, A, I'm going to try for wine and dine because, you know, it's just there. And I think now, um, as I said, I dealt with some issues and stopped running for a bit. And now, like, I've, you know, I'm, I've been jazzing myself up to start running uh, for a while. Uh, actually, uh, Tom's going to be anchoring a uh, Margaritaville 5K that we're all doing for our friend Mark and uh, Vegas wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the fact that you're going to be running it in a in a wedding dress on top of that it's just like okay <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome nice that's funny I that's how i forgot about that i actually started i'm like i need to like run this and, and keep up with everybody so i literally started um it's three months out i started last week training for that 5k so i'm gonna like, just pick up that momentum i'm like you know what i'm gonna go for wine and dine because that's in october that's in october that 5k so I'm gonna go for wine and dive. So Dave, no so Dave, are you gonna be looking forward to being a local or like driving to the races, or are you gonna stay on property? I'm thinking with traffic, I'm either gonna stay on property or what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to find somebody who's staying on property. If they're staying uh, DVC, I might throw them a couple, uh, you know, slip them, slip them fifty bucks to say here, add my name to the to the uh, res reservation. This way, I could just get in and park. Well, I'll tell you for and, and, and Donna knows this because she follows me. 
uh, on, on the social. I'm a big resort junkie. Just to give you guys a heads up, I did a little research today. Uh, wine and Dine, the only resorts available right now. Uh, Port Orleans, Riverside, Wilderness Lodge, All-Star Music, Cornell Springs, and Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's it. Everything else is sold out. I didn't even look at DVC. It's it's too hard. But I uh, think what doing is I re- just realized I'm going to be reg- I'm going to be visiting Heather that night. Okay. And uh, well, I'm if- going to be at All Star Music. Thank you. Okay. No problem. I'm four. Bus. I'm meeting you and getting on the bus with you. At 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 two thirty, right? Yeah. You got to get on that first bus, right? Yep. It's fun. Okay. And if, okay. if you're interested in Marathon Weekend, uh, just Art of Animation, Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter still available, Caribbean Beach, Wilderness Lodge, All-Star Music, Yacht Club, Disney's Contemporary Resort, Coronado Springs, uh, The Cabins, um, Ass, All-Star Sports is available, Kidani, uh, <laughs> Boardwalk, Riviera. So uh, Marathon Weekend still, I think maybe a lot of people are waiting to book their rooms. I, I know DVC is pretty full for Marathon Weekend. Yeah. And Princess, most of them are still uh, still available right now. So, Donna, are you? Uh, do you have? Suggestion? Yeah, go ahead. If you're gonna stay at any anything for Marathon, try to get Port Orleans uh, French Quarter because it's just one bus. When you're tired at the end, you get off that bus, and it's a small resort. So you don't have a long walk through the, through the resort to get back to your room. It was fantastic after Dopey. Uh, now that yeah. Port Orleans is open, I might try and switch. I right now I'm uh, I'm at Pop for Marathon. Oh, see, Don, I'm I'm at Pop too. So yeah, all the yeah. cool kids are I, staying I always, at Pop Central. Yeah, okay. It, it would be, and then, be uh, wonderful. Princess, this right guy. now, I'm at Animal Kingdom because that's my that's one of my home resorts. Then I'm, and I have a little reminder to see if I can switch that as we get closer. Yeah, really? I kind of I kind of mess with myself. I, I booked up all my DVC points. Like me and uh, my wife are gonna go to uh, Vero. We got a week at Saratoga as well. And I'm like, yeah, great. I have all these like days booked that we're planning on going I'm like yeah, i have no dvc points left so i'm like so luckily uh, my friends Brittany and justin booked me a room at pop so i'll be there so yeah i'll be kind of with uh, everybody else not at my usual saratoga springs but uh yeah it'll be good though it'll be good you know what i'm saying so donna if you're at pop it'll be great to see you if not i'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure i'll run into you in the corral somewhere uh tom okay. if uh, you're gonna be if you do register what what are your what are the resorts you usually target I typically let my wife decide, but um, all right. Well, that's a happy wife is a happy life, right? So just uh, we we always stay at Pop. Yeah, Pop is great. I mean, but, but it, it, I mean, especially now with the Skyliner. Oh, the Skyliner! Extra perk. Changed yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I was pretty anti Skyliner for a while, and it's actually pretty cool when it works. But I'll tell you, the last couple of times I've been on property, it's uh yeah, it's summer rainy season here in uh, Central Florida, oh. and uh, it's not running. I was running gonna say I've never had a problem with it, but the rain would make. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it, those knock dark, on wood, I've never had an issue. Those dark clouds come in, it stops running, so that, that kind of stinks. But you know, the same thing with the boats; it happens. You just deal with it. It's first world problems. So right, right. Uh, so yeah, but I, you know, so you know, in some substance here, you know, a lot going on around Disney. Uh, it's all positive, right? For the last year and a half, it's been really crappy. We haven't, you know, there's been no races. Parks haven't been open, reduced capacity, you know, but now this is a huge deal. Like, I mean, this is like people crammed together in corrals. This is a huge step for Disney to have a run Disney race. I hope that we all get in. I hope that we all get the races that we want to get into. Uh, I know that the registration process is going to be probably the most frustrating of any that we're all going to experience coming up. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So uh, do you guys have anything else? We'll go around the table one last time. Uh, we'll start ladies first with Heather and Donna and then Tom and then Dave. Uh, anything else you guys want to add about uh, the Run Disney races come up before we uh, before Dave heads into our traditional Piston Cup section of the show? So uh, uh, Heather and Donna, go ahead and start. Just anything else you guys want to add? I, I don't know if there is anything else I can add. I mean, I just... 
Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I am excited to be back down there and already thinking costumes like you were talking about before. You know, we like to plan, Tom was mentioning, and um, I think it'll just be great to be back in that kind of world again. Looking forward to it. All right, Heather. Okay, so I do have something to add. Sure. So, Magical Express. Yeah. Will end this year. What are they going to do with the buses? Well, those are Mir's buses, and those are the ones they usually contract anyway for. Right, but like, won't they change? Or don't you think they're going to change? No, I think because Mir's is the only company in Orlando. Like they, they're essentially like the only like large company for any kind of like contract buses. If you go anywhere within Central Florida, it's like Mirrors. Mouse loves Mirrors. Maybe Mouse not loves, as much. They've been around a long time. I took Mirrors as a kid. I remember that. Okay, well then never mind. So you'll still that get your my ad. You will still get your Mirrors buses for uh, I'm sure for uh, Expo and your transportation to and from uh, Epcot. So cannot wait for characters then. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Tom, what do you got? Close us out here, you and Dave. I mean, I'll just say that I I mean, this was a really big announcement, but they had to come with something substantial because they were teasing the crap out of people um, and getting people all worked up. So I'm glad it was a substantial announcement. I'm glad so many of my friends that I've met through the Run Disney family um, are happy and have something to look forward to, right? Um, people are very passionate about it. It is very much a magical weekend whenever you go down and uh, I'm just really happy it's back. But I also think, you know, after these this four, you know, race weekend block, there's gonna be a lot of changes. There's gonna be a lot of learnings that come out of it. And so the, the next time you have to register for Wine and Dine after this one, it's gonna look completely different. And, and I'm glad they're they're testing the waters. I'm glad they're being, you know, cautiously optimistic. Um, and and Disney knows what they're doing. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna slowly roll things out and get it back to what it was. So I'm just really happy that it is happening. Yeah, it's good that's back. Dave, what do you got? Before I actually go into the uh, Piston Cup, I'm actually gonna throw it back to Tom and ask him to uh, tell us a little bit about his podcast. And <laughs> heard about his uh, running journey and everything but we need to hear a little bit about your podcast buddy yeah i'm the worst host so <laughs> i I, <laughs> no, I, was supposed, I was supposed to talk about it at the beginning and i'm gonna get crap from that from our co-host but we'll run for um four friends that met through other running groups other podcasts um two of us are like ultra marathoners and that's not me um and the other two are you know, regular runners. Um, we just, it's very much a sense of community. It's its a podcast for everybody from walkers to run walkers to runners. Um, yeah, and we, it, it, it very much started during the pandemic as something to keep us motivated to keep moving. And we celebrated a year of our pod anniversary. So we're going strong. Please check us out. And I'm actually going to end out in saying that, you know, I did have a little rough patch and everything, and I'm getting back into running. So I have one of the things that I have started to do to keep myself really motivated was I have uh, downloaded and queued up a whole bunch of Will Run For and Run Ohana podcasts that I haven't had the chance to listen to yet in the last couple in the last couple of weeks. So 
that's going to be my motivating force as I get back on get back on the road tomorrow and really start uh, training for whatever ends up happening. Because you, you know, all of you uh, come from various running groups that I'm really that I have a very special place in my heart for. Uh, Disney people are the best people, but run Disney people are just extra pixie dust comes with them. So, you know, you've all been very empowering to me, you know, Tom watching uh, you and your wife every, uh, every morning on, uh, on Instagram. Okay. They're doing another race. They're out there and you know, all, all, you know, always watching, always watching Donna, all, uh, watching, uh, watching Heather's uh, workouts. Uh, every time we're, we're uh, recording, you got Joe going, let's, let's hurry this up. I got to get to bed because I got to be up. At, I, I got to be up at the crack of dawn to be running and all this. It's like, OK, you know what? The universe is telling me to get back to running. So it's going to be a thing and I'm going to come back stronger than, than I was before. And I'm going to have all of you to thank for it because you guys are the ultimate inspiration. So with that, Joe, shall we uh, go into our Piston Cup? Yeah, I'll let you go with it, buddy. Go ahead. All right, so first off, uh, this is a very uh, special uh, section of the show for us because actually we actually started this when Joe was a uh, guest before he actually became a rotating Mickey Dude uh, podcaster. And since he was, he is a big NASCAR fan and loves uh, Pixar's cars, we created this series of rapid fire questions called the Piston Cup Challenge. Uh, since Heather has already participated in this, we're going to throw this to both Donna and Tom. And what it, what's going to happen is Joe is going to tell me to floor it. And I am going to ask you a series of five rapid fire questions. Some of them are going to be run Disney questions. Some of them are going to be just general Disney questions. Just off the top of your head, give me your answer. And try, let's try to get this done as fast as possible. Okay. The music. Mighty McQueen is going to win the Piston Cup. Drivers, start your engines! All right. When we're ready, Joe's going to tell me to floor it, so... All right, Dave, ready? Floor it. Most memorable character stop on the Run Disney race. Uh, I think it was Gaston. Tom? The alligator from uh, from Princess and the Frog. Lewis. Lewis. All right, Dave, floor it. Most treasured run Disney medal. Oh, my first dopey. Tom? My, my first one and dime. All right, Dave, okay. Dave floor it. Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Dave, floor it. Skyliner, monorail, or boat? Skyliner. Monorail. All right, Dave, last one, floor it. All right, are they coming through? Favorite princess? Rapunzel. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Ariel? Yeah, that counts. Did they make it? Did they make the checkered flag? Absolutely, they made it. <laughs> yeah. Class answers. Nice. They, they Tom, were... just, Tom, just for. Uh, just for references, uh, the other exam you could have also gone with uh, your wife, and that would have probably gained you uh, some uh, brownie points. So that would have been just as acceptable of an answer. That's fair. 
Yes. Good times, man. So thank you guys. So thank you guys for participating in our little piston cup. We like to have fun with our guests when they come on the show. Uh, so yeah. So I think uh, Dave, that's gonna wrap it up for this uh, for tonight's uh, special Run Disney episode. Uh, first of all, again, I appreciate uh, Heather, Donna, and Tom for coming on tonight and, ex- and expressing their, you know, sharing their views on uh, you know what they think is gonna happen with Run Disney coming up and what they're going to be registered for, what they're excited for coming up. I think we're all looking forward to what the Run Disney season is going to bring us. And, uh, yeah, so uh, it's going to be fun. So uh, let's close this out. Heather, uh, tell everybody, if you'd like to, where you can be found on the interwebs. Heather, uh, under dashy line, Lynn89 on Instagram. I'm all not right. cool like Chuck. I don't have a Twitter. All right. <laughs> I guess you could contact Heather through, uh, through Chuck as well. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Donna, where can you be found? Uh, your, if you want to give out your Instagrams and your. your yeah, uh... um, I am mostly on Instagram and I'm at Donna Quack. Um, you can also find us at the Run Ohana uh, podcast. Um, and I'm on Facebook, Donna Phillips Quackenbush. All right, Tom, uh, where can you be found at? Uh, personal Instagram is tstover2012, which is weird. Um, I guess that's when I joined Instagram. And then our podcast is Will Run For Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. All right, Dave, close us out here. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Fitness Reality and uh, under Dave Koch on Facebook. All right, you can find us, the Mickey. Well, first of all, you can find me, Joe, uh, at Joe Quat on Twitter and Instagram, Quat Joe on Facebook, and also over at the Disney Dads Podcast and the Resort Loop dot com dvc roundtable show that's a lot to say you can find all of us all the mickey dudes at the mickey dudes pod mickey dudes podcast just search it you'll see our logo or at one of those handles uh just search us there give us a shout out give us a five-star rating if you like the show on itunes and Podbean, and all that good stuff so again guys thank you so much for coming on the show tonight uh best of luck to everybody out there who's gonna be uh, attempting to register for all these races yeah no joke. it'll be fun and uh, if you register for a race if you get in let us know give us a shout on uh on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And also check out our friend's shows here, Donna's show and Tom's show. They're great stuff. They got a lot of great information out there. They have a good time. So check out their shows as well. Uh, they're friends of our show. So uh, give them a look as well. So uh, from all of us here at the Mickey Dudes tonight, uh, you guys have a great evening. Thank you. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.